0: With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends. This is Francis Vidikovic, and you are listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be chatting about how to reduce or minimize the amount of time that your kids spend on screens, whether you consider that to be phones or their iPads. I think that they would be the main two that most people are concerned about, unless we're including the old-fashioned way where we're speaking about TV. So, I want to preface this by saying that this might potentially be considered to be controversial advice. You might not love what I have to say. So, take everything that I have to share with you on this episode with a grain of salt. Take what works for you and let go of everything else, my friend. So, first things first, I'm coming to you as a mum of two older kids. My eldest is now 19, and my son is going to be 17 at the end of this year. And I don't know if you're like me, but I love hearing from people who are a lot older and wiser than me, and they get to share all the wealth of wisdom of what they've learned over the years and what has stuck out to them as being the best approach for particular parenting situations. Because sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it feels like, you know, I don't know the answer. I'm like throwing spaghetti at the wall. I'm trying all those things and who knows what's working right now. Whereas for me, like looking back, I feel like I've got something to share when it comes to having this conversation about reducing screen time with my kids, because I've been through the trenches and I've come out of the other end feeling like I have a really good recipe for success when it comes to this particular topic. So I'm going to start by saying that most of the advice that I'm going to be sharing with you actually applies to kids that are past the toddler years. Okay. So it doesn't apply to babies and toddlers. And the reason for this is that I truly do believe that you can get away with not giving your baby and toddler any screen time because they definitely don't come out of the womb begging for technology in their hands. They learn to develop a love for it, a desire for it, just purely from experience, from being given it to maybe distract them, to keep them occupied. And that's when that desire stems from, okay, through experience. It's definitely possible to bypass these years without them developing this like strong desire for screen time, like your phone or your iPad, simply by choosing not to give it to them. But if you're listening to today's episode, because, you know, you already have a baby and a toddler who loves, loves, loves screen time, iPad and iPhone, and you just want to minimize the amount of time that they're spending on this device, please feel free to just take on board this advice. But just know that, you know, when I'm sharing it with you, I'm keeping in mind kids that are from preschool age and up all the way to the teen years. So the iPad was actually invented back in 2010. I remember the first time we saw one. My kids and I saw one were in Europe on a holiday and there was some guy like using the iPad pad at a cafe and my kids back then were six and I'm pretty sure Jake was still three hadn't yet turned four And we thought that is seriously like the coolest device ever. And I just want you to keep this in the forefront of your mind while you're listening to advice that I have to offer you today is that the reason why kids and teens love their phones is because they are seriously like so cool in so many ways. Like even me personally, I absolutely love my iPad. I love the fact that I can download whatever book I want, like in the click of the finger and just begin reading it straight away. Like it truly is so amazing. I don't have to wait weeks anymore for like I did back when I was young, you know, wait for the book to become available at the library. I also don't have to sit anymore like I did as a 25 year old in front of this big clunky computer in order to, you know, write emails. I mean, nowadays you can FaceTime other people on the other side of the world. You can pay your bills. You can do so many amazing things with your phone. And the reason that I wanted to start with just this acknowledgement is that your kids and your teens are not widows for loving their phone. Okay, like many adults in the world, they love their phone for a very good reason because it provides them with so much stimulation and so much entertainment at the click of the finger. So with that being said, Okay. Acknowledging that your kids aren't weird or strange or wrong for loving their phones. Let's talk a moment to like focus on what is a real problem here. And this is where I have to say to you, and it's a sentence that most people don't love to hear, but screen time and all the things in the world are only a problem. If you think they are a problem, let me repeat that for you one more time. Okay. Screen time is only a problem. If you think that it is a problem. And I want to tie this in with speaking about the right amount of screen time. Did you know that you actually get to decide what this number is? And so there might be someone who thinks that 30 minutes is way too much and that's a problem. And you could have someone who's letting their kid have two hours and it isn't a problem at all. Now, if you're under the impression that I was going to come to this episode and tell you like your kids can only or should only be having X amount of time on their screens each day, that this is the right number. And here's what you need to do to get to this particular number. I I hate to tell you that I'm not going to say that to you because you as your child's parent get to decide what works best for you, what works best for your child, what works best for your family. And you might find that this might vary depending on the child, but nothing is set in stone. You get to make up these rules. You get to do what feels right and best for you, like just trust your intuition, trust your inner voice. What do you think is the right amount of time that you want your kids to be spending? And if you're coming up with a number that someone else thinks it's a problem, like who really cares okay does not matter if it's a problem for other people it has to be a problem for you in order for you to take the time to resolve it so if the amount of time that your kids are spending on their ipads or their devices isn't a problem okay you can probably stop listening to this episode right now because it genuinely isn't a problem for you okay no problem but If you feel as if this is a problem that you are trying to tackle, that you were trying to solve, then stick with me and I'm going to share with you some strategies that I have found have been really helpful when it comes to reducing the amount of time that your kids spend on their screen. So let's first have a conversation about how much time you actually want them to be on their screen, okay? The number that feels like it is a problem for you. I want you to think more about the quality of time that they're spending on their devices versus the quantity, because you might decide you actually don't care if they spend hours watching amazing documentaries that are educating and nourishing their mind, but you don't want them to spend a minute watching rubbish TikToks. You also might not mind if they're playing Minecraft with their friends virtually or doing virtual games of chess for hours on end, but you might have an issue with just playing silly games like Angry Birds. Okay, once again, you are the boss in your home, you get to decide what feels right to you and what feels like it's best for you and your family. You might choose to have days where you don't mind if they're on devices for hours on end and days where you just don't want any time on their device at all. Once again, I want you to just understand that there is flexibility here. You get to set the rules. You get to decide what is best for you and your family. But let's just say for the purpose of this episode, you are focused on reducing and minimizing the amount of time that they spend on screens. This is where I'm now going to share with you some really quick tips in order to make that goal a possibility. Number one. What I found in the past is keeping your kids busy makes it super easy to get them off the screen. So let's just say that if you've organized a day where you're out at the zoo or you're going to the park or you've got friends over... You might find it so much easier for them to not be on their screens because they don't have that opportunity to do so. They're too busy doing crafts, playing, having fun, being occupied with friends and family. That is definitely the first suggestion that I have for you, okay? Give them something else to do. Number two, I wanna have a conversation about boundaries, okay? When it comes to devices, understand that you get to set the boundaries and rules about these devices in your house, and you get to make sure that you follow through on the rules that you set. Otherwise, there are obviously consequences for not following the rules. Just like you might have a rule about making sure that you clean your room, keep your room cleaned or there is this consequence. You can set the same rules and boundaries around devices, okay? So they may only be able to use their devices like after they finish their homework or once their room is clean. Now, once again, you get to decide what these rules and boundaries are. It doesn't matter what other parents are doing. It doesn't matter because so-and-so expert said you had to do this. There are honestly like no have-tos and no shoulds when it comes to device consumption by kids. You get to decide what works best for your family and how do you know if it's working for you? It's because you like the results that you have, like you've set rules, your kids are behaving, they're spending some time or a lot of time on their devices and you're fine with it, okay? If it's working, continue on. If you know that some adjustment needs to happen, okay, play with adjusting those rules. Understand that those adjustments don't necessarily have to happen overnight, Okay. It might take time to like bring them and instigate them in your family. And that is okay. It's super important that you're kind and compassionate to yourself while you are working through this transition. Now for the third strategy that I want to recommend to you, and it's making sure that you practice what you preach. So many of us are like quick to point our fingers at our kids and say, Oh my gosh, like my child, you know, my teen is so addicted to their phone. And yet that is what we are ourselves addicted to our phones. Are your eyes constantly like glued to the screen? If so, like your kids and your teens are learning from you they're watching you and it's really hard to like get them to take you seriously when it comes to setting rules if you don't follow those rules yourself so what i have found really helpful especially over the years is because i've made this conscious decision that i don't want to be glued to my device i definitely don't i purchase this little clear plastic box when i get home that is where my phone goes and it goes into this clear plastic box for long periods of time and i tell my kids like i don't want to be someone in the world that is constantly like focused on my phone i want to be out there, like doing stuff, living life, creating content, doing focused and intentional actions, as opposed to mindless scrolling. And I explained to them, like, this is what happens when you fall into a rabbit hole on social media, you waste so much time. And that's time that you are never, ever, ever going to get back. So I always ask myself, like, what can I focus on instead? How can I use this precious time that I've been gifted with wisely? Now, I definitely don't want to give you this impression that, you know, you say these words and you're setting a really good example and your kids are going to go, oh my gosh, Like, mum said this, so I'm going to copy her. Of course, I'm not going to touch my device anymore because that's what she's telling me to do. But here's what I've discovered, especially now that my kids are older, is that when you do plant these seeds, okay, they don't sprout and you don't harvest the rewards of those seeds immediately. But later on down the track, your message starts to sink in. And what I have found is that, especially as my kids get older, They sort of don't care about their phones as much as they used to. Okay. Their life naturally becomes more busy with studying, with work, with going out with friends and all those things that we used to worry about when our kids were young. It's like, oh my gosh, they're always going to be glued to their screens one day. They aren't like it just happens over time. And I really wish that I didn't spend so much time when my kids were younger fretting about screen time because all the things that I assumed would be a big, massive problem in the future, it never ended up coming to fruition. Now, I know you might think it's easy for me to come and say this to you with the benefit of hindsight, but honestly, like if you just implement these few strategies, so it really is like practicing what you preach, that is definitely number one, making sure that you have really clear rules and boundaries set about screen time and you get to decide what works best for your family. And honestly, it doesn't matter if it's two hours a day, three hours a day, or even if it's just 15 minutes a day, like you get to decide this number and you get to decide what number is a problem for you. And if it is a problem, okay, then it's time to do that. Keep your kids busy strategy. So when they feel tempted to go and play with their devices, you know, say to them, how about we play a board game instead? Okay, we'll play a board game together and then you can have your 15 minutes on the iPad or you might encourage them to go outside and play and ride their bikes. You might enroll them in different sports or different. Classes that really, you know, spark their curiosity and help them burn off some of that extra energy. And I always recommend that books. Books are the best alternative to devices. So if you can encourage your kids to develop a love for reading from a young age, that is such an amazing thing. So in a nutshell, what I discovered over the years that kids tend to really want their devices when they're feeling tired and when they're feeling bored. If they're feeling bored, give them something else to do. And if they are feeling tired, get them to have a rest or just have a rest with a book or even watch a, like a. Really cool movie that's totally okay like for us like we used to break up every day when my kids were young by watching a midday movie this is when they stopped having their daytime nap and that's when i had my rest too Now, if you don't love the idea of them watching Vivi, just find something else, okay? It's always about designing the sort of life that you want for your family. And if you don't love the amount of time that they're spending on their devices at the moment, that's totally okay. Just know that you can always, always, always make changes. And it 100% isn't an issue if they love their devices because just like they love them, we often love them too. We just might not like the amount of time that we are spending on it. And before I end this episode, I want you to just reflect on your own childhood when you were growing up. How did you keep yourself occupied in a time, in an era, back when devices did not exist. Okay. Just something for you to ponder upon. So once again, feel free to take all of this information, all of this advice with a grain of salt. I'm just sharing with you what's worked for me. And I think that the best thing that I can leave with you is do not stress about this. Okay. This is not something massive that you need to stress about. As parents, like we have this tendency to stress about everything. And if you're not stressing about the devices, you're going to find something else to stress about. Just take a deep breath. All is going to be well, okay? You get to make the rules in your family and you get to follow through on it. Even if your kids complain, that's okay because you know deep down that you always have their best interests at heart. Take care, my friend, and I can't wait to catch you on the next episode.